the voice we are listening to now in the background are by Sigula, and I'm very happy to have you here, Sigula. Thank you. And the most amazing thing is that in the background of your singing, there are some music, and this music is very special music because it's not played by any instruments. What is it in the background you can hear very lightly? The music that you hear in the background is actually music made by plants. It's a technology that's been invented over 40 years ago in which the bioelectrical signals of plants are translated into musical notes. So whenever the body of a plant changes something, this is translated into a, a MIDI note and with a little synthesizer chip there's a sound added to it so in this way there's the expression of the physical fluctuances of a, of a plant is audible in music and i would also immediately like immediately like to add that this is a music which a plant can also hear and which a plant starts playing with that's actually the most interesting thing of the music of the plants it's very amazing. I met this phenomenon, I think, three years ago. I heard the, the Master Plant Orchestra here in, in Copenhagen. And I was very breathtaking by it because what was actually going on, it was, for my mind, it was difficult to understand what was actually happening. A couple of days later, I asked one of my friends if she ever had heard about it. and. Very surprisingly, she said, well, actually, I got a device at home and it's playing all the time. I borrowed it from my brother, but it was just by coincidence. I'm so happy with it. So it, it keeps on playing all the time. Yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> and, and then I, I got more into it. And I was very sort of uh, in the beginning when I went to this concert, it was difficult for me to tell what was actually being played by the musicians, because there were musicians on the stage, and by the plants. I couldn't really distinguish what was one thing and what was the other. Mm. And the same went on when I played some of your uh, videos, which we will hear extracts from here in this podcast. In the beginning, I couldn't really, maybe it was my imagination, I couldn't really make out what was the plant and what was the music. So you have to tell me something about what was your own way into this special music? The, it's funny, it was actually a little bit uh, like you said of your friend. I uh, got in contact with it through a friend who always had a plant in his home playing music. And uh, I came to Daumenhör, this is a community in the northern of Italy, about 10 years ago. And they are very active with the music of the plants there. They started 40 years ago in developing this, uh, this kind of technology. And I had heard about it. But at first, I wasn't so super interested, to be honest. I'm a singer. I worked as a singer. I come from the Netherlands, and I was working as a singer there, but I also have a scientific background. So I was thinking, you can measure anything, and you can make anything play. So I didn't really see the really special thing about it. On Like, that was my mind talking. So this had really led me to not 
not interest me so much for it yet until a friend of mine who was a musician he was listening to his plants day and night and he said to me Zigola you have to try this it's amazing and there was this really beautiful spider plants and was playing them the music and he said just sing with it and I started singing with the plant after some time, I felt the plant was responding to me. It was starting to make a similar melody. I was actually starting to feel a telepathic communication uh, more than that. I felt when I was thinking of going up with my melody, I hear, heard the plant going up too. And when I was thinking of going down, I heard the melody going down. And when I was thinking of slowing down, also the plant was slowing down. And this is a feeling that I know from playing with musicians, because at a certain point when you play with, with, with uh, human musicians, I must say, I know this feeling that you feel like, wow, we're so in a flow together. And that feeling I had with the plant, like we were in a flow together, and this was so mind-blowing for me. It's difficult to explain even, but it was just a feeling that I got that I felt this plant is really aware of me. It's aware of my being here, of my thoughts, of my feelings. And it was, it was like this kind of maybe rather simple but super special experience that totally switched my perception of plants at that moment. From that moment on when I was looking around me and I thought, all these plants around me, they are all aware of me being here. And I was walking outside and I, it was mind-blowing. And, and that was, has been totally changed my relationship with plants and I started researching more about uh, intelligence of plants and about plant communication and experimenting more with music of the plants. And well, that's also why I'm so passionate about it because it's so powerful to, to switch a button for people. Yeah, it is. Did you know this soundtrack made by Stevie Wonder many years ago, The Secret Life of Plants? Yes, 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 I do, actually, I do. In that period also of, uh, of Stevie Wonder, there was also, I think, special interest also in, in that period. And there has already been other moments uh, there was special interest in intelligence of plants. And actually, I'm a really a Stevie Wonder fan, but this also this album before never really struck me so much for some reason. So that's also funny, actually. It was under my nose, but... It had never woken me up as the music of the plants did, to be honest.
This is from a, a live recording from a concert mm -hmm. with uh, Magnolia, which you did two years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's once again, it's you singing. And what about the music in the background? First you hear the, the music of the plants, and then there is a flute sound, and that's also me playing on the, on the flute, on the duclar. But for the rest it's all, uh, I use the, the music of the plant together with my, um, with my computer, where I choose different sounds for, for the plant. So sometimes it's like a sort of pad sound, which creates more of like an atmosphere. And sometimes you hear very clearly the piano sound of boom, boom, boom. That's the, the magnolia tree uh, singing. So the, apart from the flute and the voice, it's all uh, it's all plants. Apart from this very beautiful music, there are a very beautiful setting for this concert. It was an amazing place in the castle gardens in Allier in the north of Italy and with beautiful, a beautiful garden with very old trees. And the beautiful thing of the music of the plant concert, which is absolutely the, my favorite kind of concert because I did many other type of concerts also in my life. But it's the amazing thing is that it's also a way to guide people into communication, into entering contact with the plants. It's like half of it is when I'm doing a concert with the plants. From one part, I'm, I'm doing it as a musician. I, I'm a singer. I listen to the aesthetics of the sound and to make like an atmosphere and uh, the beauty of the sound. But from the other hand, it's also a, a, appeals to a shamanic part of me to channel the nature with my voice. This is something that I've been studying actually the last, um, yeah, say, eight years of, to also like a different capacity of different character, which the voice also has. It's not you, when you sing, it's not only about the beauty, but it's also the there's so much power in the sound of the voice to communicate also without words creating your voice as a as a connection with the trees and with everything with people and it's like also in that sense uh, another dimension actually so that's a really beautiful experience both for me and and i know that also people who experience a concert like that sometimes they cannot put it into words also probably as you also described it before michael that you are like sort of also in the concert with the master plants orchestra it's beautiful but it's more than that it's something which it's there's another magical layer to it in a way there is another dimension and i think you're very right about this that how do we actually put this into a language because our mm. language are so rational so it's 
it's very difficult to cope with uh, from a mental point of view what is actually happening because it changes our whole concept of, of being I guess because uh, for instance in this concept in the castle you have a human musician the very fact to use this term human musician <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny isn't it yeah 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 but it, th that is funny I mean it's there's like so many things also in our language history like for instance um, one thing that comes into mind is for instance mail or email in the past if you would say you have to say i send you an email because the normal mail was the ones that you the physical ones the the paper ones and uh, now you say mail because the normal mail is the email for instance or there are many other examples like that and that's like the funny way at a certain point you have to say oh no the, when with the plants concert you say no this is plant music or this is human music maybe at some point you really have to say something in front of it, no, this is uh, dolphin music, or this is, and it's not something which only humans make, actually. But on your website, you, you describe your, your work and your mission, you might say. You say, I open pathways that are still rough and little explored in order to bring people to a next stage. Is that the, the same you had experienced in your way with the, and work with, with the plants? Yeah, this phrase comes from spiritual research that I did also in our community. We discover and we research our own elements, like what is the element of our soul that we see reflected in all kinds of work and all kinds of relationship and all kinds of actions we have in our lives. We are inspired by a certain titles of paintings by uh, the founder of our community also. We pick out elements and we see what responds to us. And this is how I came to this phrase. It's like for, for several years, and we also reflect with others and others give feedback on how they see you. And then I started actually discovering that this is in a nutshell what I recognize in many ways, because when I'm doing the, the concerts, for instance, with the plants, it's also like I become a bridge with, I'm a bridge with people that I know when I sing, I, I open my heart for people and I, with my voice, I connect myself to people. But that's also what I do with the plants. So I open myself, not only with my voice, but also in different ways that uh, go beyond our thought. It's also like I become aware of my energy and of my energy body and of my aura for, for people who, uh, who work also with that kind of, yeah, like the, the sort of uh, uh, cloud that some people can perceive with colors around us, their energy around us. I open to the trees and I also make a connection with uh, the trees and I make a connection with the humans because every one of us has the capacity to connect with nature. We do it all the time, but sometimes in more conscious and sometimes more unconscious ways. But then also through the concert, I feel that I'm just also opening these little paths and making them a little bit bigger. And this can help people also sometimes to get inspirations from the nature, or from the, the environment or from plants or trees that before they, had, they didn't become aware of. For instance, that's a way that I recognize it. And also with the, the healings, I do energetic healings with people also in collaboration with the plants and also with my voice. And this is also what I notice um, that I can tap into things that people are maybe a little bit aware of, but maybe not yet. I get messages from that and I speak with people about that and then they say, that, oh, yes. And 
And I hope to, if I've explained me a little bit in this. What you've been listening to here is one of your latest creations, even though it's the plants which are creating them, but it's still it's directed by you somehow. And you have a small device called a bamboo M, which is a mm -hmm. device which gives voice to plants. But but how does that actually work? I, I know it's something with electrodes you put onto the, the plants. And what happens then? music of the plants works with you put an electrode in uh, the ground and you put another electrode on the you clip it on a leaf of the plant and this device sends a really tiny electrical current through the plant which is in a current which is in size similar to a natural flow of, uh, of electrical current in a plant by sending a little electrical current through the plant, it's possible for this device to measure the electrical impedance or the electrical resistance of a plant. So this is also what happened, for instance, with the technology of the lie detector, so to say. 
So mm. and in this way, when the, pla- the electrical resistance of the plant changes, this device translates this, re- this delta in the resistance, so the change in resistance, it translates it into a MIDI note. This is a, an algorithm which is created by man. So it's an interpretation. So for instance, the interpretation is when the resistance of the plant is bigger, the note becomes lower. And when the resistance is smaller, the note becomes higher. In this way, the notes are created and that the and at first they are MIDI notes, which is it doesn't have a sound yet. And then with this little device, you can choose if you want to listen to the notes with a piano sound or a guitar sound or uh, with a pad and a piano. A pad is like this atmospheric sound. So in that way, you can choose your own soundscape in which you listen to these changes in the plant. Somehow it's very difficult to understand that there's no musician involved in this. There's no actually a piano player sitting playing the piano. We're so used to the thought that when we hear piano, we have a piano player. And here there's no piano player. I I remember when I visited this friend of mine who had the device which was attached to the plant and we were sitting in her dining room and suddenly the sun penetrated through the window and as the sun caressed the plant the music or the the tone of the music it was elevated to another key Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then outside there was a blackbird which was singing along with the sun and the plant responded (laughs) and I guess it's this very point that you create something and then suddenly the creation takes over the control and makes suggestions to you. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's, uh, that's, it's, it's really a co-creation with nature also, this technology, because, of course, people were inspired by the fact that they felt that nature was so intelligent and there were so many messages and wisdom in nature. So they felt that they wanted to develop something to make this audible also in our sort of in a human language which music is an international language and it goes beyond words and concepts so that's why it seemed suitable also to choose this but of course it was an invention of a tree to make this kind of machine although when you have a little bit of a trained ear and you contact the plants and the trees often you can also hear 
really music in nature. This is also with nature people, the indigenous people. They listen to the, the melodies of plants also without a device of the music of the plants. So in that sense, it's nothing new that's been invented now in the last 40 years. There is music in nature and it's, there's always been. But in this way, this device is a, the way that this is developed is a human development. But then the plants interact with it and humans listen to it and they sing with it. And then the plant responds again to that music. And it's really, yeah, a co-creation. Mm. Sigula, you are a Dutch singer and musician and instructor of the course of the plant communication. And mm -hmm. now you are situated in, in Italy. Mm -hmm. But very soon we'll have the chance to meet you in uh, mm. Copenhagen as yeah. you will be part of the warming up for the festival, which is about changes, or rather changes from one form to another. And I think the very fact that we have the possibility of having you around is, is so great for the festival. Mm, thank you, thank you. I've heard so many beautiful things about your festival and that you create a beautiful atmosphere. And also my impression of you is that it's a lot about being authentic also so i'm also looking forward to experiencing it thank you so so much and i think we have a setting which we love because we will be in a big tent surrounding mm -hmm. by small gardens and i know that you requested to have plants on the stage because that's mm -hmm. part of it you will be uh, directing a workshop in the afternoon mm -hmm. at the day before the opening and in the evening there will be a concert a, a workshop mm -hmm concert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who would you like to invite for this workshop? It's a workshop in which there, of course, there is the attention on the musical part, like, uh, which is, could be interesting for musicians that would like to experience to play with a plant and in which we will speak about what is different in playing with a plant respect to playing with a, with a human musician. I, I would like to invite all musicians that are interested in having this experience. There will also be attention, of course, about what does it mean to play with plants, also to contact a plant. Maybe when you play with a musician, you, you, before you start playing, the human musician, before you start playing together, you shake hands or you look at each other and say, hi, my name is John, or sometimes you don't even have to say that, but we are used to our human form but also have also a way to connect to the plant before also we, as humans, we have to learn also a little bit more about what is a plant and how do we communicate with plants. So that is also an extra thing that I would like to offer to musicians that it doesn't, that it's not just a, a gadget that makes notes and that respond, that we respond to it only in a musical way, but that it's actually an interface to really connect to a different world and a different beings and different intelligences. So that's what I would like to offer to musicians. Then I would also like to invite everybody else who has affinity or experience with sound. This can be as maybe uh, also people who work with sound bowls or with meditation instruments or uh, who from that point of view maybe guide uh, workshops or, or uh, yoga experiences or, or, or something like that. If they would like to have an experience also to interact with the music of the plants, 
then we I would also like to invite people who are just interested in having that experience because also with a simple if you play a, an instrument which is not super complex as a musical instrument uh, that some musical instruments are then it, you can also interact with the music of the plants and we can unite those things to create a nature human soundscape together Mm, that sounds good. And I think one of the interesting things about this, there's so many layers in it, is that, well, on, on one hand, it's about communication with plants, and it's about getting closer to nature, about being present in the moment, and to open a door to, to an inner world. And at the same time, it, it's very complicated. It's very, it's very simple and very complicated at the same time. It's very fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so too, and that's also the reason I think that many people are fascinated by it because also the last, let's say, five years or something, there has been so much interest also for the music of the plants and so many people who start developing also different devices. First, there was just maybe one or two devices in the world, but now there are many other people who created. Saw, saw also, uh, uh, for instance, from the Aarhus University in Denmark, there is a, a program growing co-design about uh, also about plant technology and using signals of the plants to, to study our own relationship with plants. The, using technology to measure certain things of the plants as a means for us to know more about our relationship with nature is very much a part of this era. And I hope that we will transform to the next era where we maybe not need so much of the technology anymore, but where everybody has incorporated an authentic relationship with nature. sitting under one of my all-time favorite trees in the world and a uh, walnut tree in the garden of my father because I'm in, in Holland at this moment I've already started my direction to to Denmark already from uh, from Italy and also in a way to connect also to the subject and to and the trees are connected everywhere so maybe that's why I feel already a little bit closer also mm, and I could hear some birds in the background as well yeah 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 <laughs> Thanks so much, Sigola, and I'm looking very much forward to have you as part of the, the coming festival. Okay, thank so. you, Michael.